The Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Join our story of misfit teenagers as they struggle to save the world from climate change. Episode number 97. Abby struggles to find her parents. On a day I see coming Tell you where I'll be With all of you in sorrow Beneath the ancient tree Then tell me there's a chance for us Let me hear you say we can find a bridge to cross there must be a way abby was admiring her progress creating a vegetable garden when tuck appeared at the side door his expression set her on guard. He walked slowly with a frown. Uh-oh. I've done something wrong. Tuck reached Abby and spoke softly. Uh, got a minute? Um, I I'll give you a glass of lemonade inside. Uh, we need to have a little talk. Abby was thinking... No, I don't want any sort of little talk. I must have made a stupid mistake already. She looked up and said, Just let me wash up and I'll meet you inside. A few minutes later, she was knocking on Tuck's door. He ushered her into the dining room and poured her a tall glass of lemonade with ice. He was treating her with unusual formality. Abby watched him with fear, noticing that he didn't want to have this conversation any more than she did. He sat at a distance and waited for her to take a few swallows. Abby, um, I must tell you that um, I've received news that is... Um well, unsettling. I've learned that um, your parents moved two weeks ago to the Cliff Views trailer park. Then, on Saturday morning, their trailer was damaged by a fire, but they received no injuries at all. Don't worry. Chief Santiago saw them briefly in the park office, and they were fine. Um, he was told they would be accommodated at no cost with a new trailer immediately, so he didn't stay. It seems the fire began in the uh, wiring of the trailer, uh, in no way your parents' fault. Uh, by the way, he had no idea they were your parents. Tuck paused, and Abby felt sure he was coming to the sticky part. Now, the trouble is... Uh, I haven't been able to locate them. <laughs> uh, your parents never moved into the new trailer. They don't seem to be anywhere in the park at all. 
I've been told they were picked up with their belongings by a, a an old gray truck and left on Saturday evening before the storm. That's all we know at present. Tuck waited for Abby to respond. Uh, well, but it, it's it's so hard for them. Always trouble and worry. Do you have any idea where they might have gone? Uh, any relatives nearby? Well, none that I know of on my mother's side. My dad has relatives in Rivergate, but they aren't like a brother or a sister. First and second cousins. Do you have uh, the names of any cousins? Uh, might they have a phone? I have a sort of uncle named Sonny Walker, and he has two children, both a lot older than me. He has about three acres of land, like a small farm where he taught me things as a child. I've missed him. I didn't want to move to Ridgewood. Sonny Walker? Is, is that Mayor Walker? I've heard of him. He must have a phone. But I have no number. And I'm afraid we can't even drive there if the bridge really is closed. But Sonny will be okay. His land is high up, back near the Half Moon River. Oh, I I'm so sorry for this uncertainty. But we do have our meeting tonight with Pastor Banks. We'll find out all we can. It seems providential that a delegation from Rivergate is coming in just two hours, so let's be optimistic. Make sure your friends are here. Let's get our new group off to a good start. Abby felt like she needed this little lecture. She was afraid she might go back to her cottage and cry alone. The Rivergate group will be arriving early, so people can talk before the meeting and the musicians can prepare. Tuck looked nervously at his watch. Uh, it's already 3.30. They'll be here soon after 5. I tell you, this will be an eager group. The pastor called me twice, telling me to gather motivated people ready to volunteer. She said, this will start small, but grow and grow. I don't know where she gets her confidence, but I'm very grateful. Uh, otherwise, I would worry about so many things and accomplish nothing. And you? Well, you may not be so different. You got that right. But I'm in this with you, even if it's a shot in the dark. I hope Sonny Walker is still alive and my parents are living with him. That would make me so happy. Abby stood up. Thank you, Reverend Tuck. And thank Chief Santiago for saying my parents are okay. Oh, oh, ah, uh, I, I was just getting to that. He's uh, coming to speak to us in half an hour. He wants to hear our statements in person. Oh, no. One crazy thing after another. I hope I don't get... What is that, a cross-examined? Well, nothing like that. I've already gone over the issue with him. This is just due diligence on his part, you know, for the record. 
Of course, he won't give his personal opinion, but I believe he sympathizes with our decision. Tuck smiled. I've got to change my clothes. I'll be back soon. Abby washed and combed out her hair. Then she quickly fried two eggs and ate them with a slice of bread. Her mood did not improve. I haven't a dime in my pocket. I'm a beggar going to Tuck and saying, please, please remember poor me. You're a penniless gardener who can't leave the premises. I have to stay in this one place surrounded by creepy spies 24-7. This business of having a mission can be a pain. I miss Wendy already. How could I be such an idiot thinking I'm a superhero who really matters? The world needs saving, but this is beyond me. Abby was working herself up to a major fit of temper and forced herself to sit down and breathe evenly. Her heart was pounding. Every few seconds, she felt she would burst apart unless she jumped up and did something, anything. Then she noticed her guitar leaning in the corner between the bed and the wall. It looked lonely and forlorn, never out to play, like a bad child ignored in the corner. She unzipped the canvas case and removed several whistles and flutes wrapped in newspaper. A careful survey of the guitar showed no cracks, no visible damage. She picked it up and played a few chords. It was out of tune, but she didn't care, because one of Wendy's songs had come back to her like a prayer. I'm lost before I begin 
Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Find all our projects on protectorsofthewood.com and support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.